Hey, faithful listener, welcome to season six of the Bible Explained podcast, the podcast where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's discussion from the book of John. Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome to the Bible Explained podcast, where on Thursdays we discuss the New Testament, and today we are in John chapter 20, verses 11 through 18. But I have an exciting announcement for you guys if you haven't caught it yet. My Out of the Mire devotional is on version now. And if you don't know what Out of the Mire is, it discusses the life of Joseph, and the entire devotional talks about not just the life of Joseph, but trusting God in the middle of trials. So when bad things happen to you, how do you trust in God? How is God good in the middle of trials? And so that is linked in the description of this episode. I would love if you would join over on version to read out of the Meyer devotional. But guys, let's go ahead and read John chapter 20 today, verses 11 through 18. I'll be reading out the W.E.B. But Mary was standing outside at the tomb, weeping. So as she wept, she stooped and looked into the tomb. And she saw the two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. They asked her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, and didn't know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabbani, which is to say, Teacher. Jesus said to her, Don't hold me, for I haven't yet ascended to my father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had said these things to her. So a lot of people like to say that this portion that we just read is a huge inconsistency in scripture, mainly because Mary Magdalene was one of the women who actually went to go get the disciples basically at this point in time. And so how can she be in two places at once? Well, John actually kind of explains that. And we talked about all of that last Thursday, we mentioned how Mary Magdalene was, in fact, one of the women who went to go get the disciples. However, she was absolutely distraught. And another thing people like to say is, why was Mary Magdalene back at the tomb weeping when the angels had already told her that Jesus was risen? And it says that the women had remembered Jesus's words. Well, the one thing I want to say to that is that, yes, the angels had told the women Jesus is risen, just as he said. And it mentioned in another gospel that the women remembered Jesus's words that he was going to rise again. First and foremost, that doesn't mean that all the women heard the words. Perhaps Mary Magdalene was terrified and ran away before the angels even said that to her. But the angels had told the other women all of that. It could be that, possibly. Or perhaps Mary Magdalene did hear the message of the angels, remembered Jesus said that, but it was too good to be true and just did not believe it. And that's personally what I think. Because who, <laughs> who truly would believe that? Like, let's, let's be honest. Like, we believe it now because we have the full story and we understand everything. But even Thomas, one of Jesus's disciples, after remembering Jesus's words and hearing 
the other disciples saying, Thomas, like Jesus definitely appeared to us. We definitely saw him risen from the dead. Thomas was like, no way. I got to see it to believe it. I do not believe it. So Mary Magdalene, perhaps this was just too good to be true. She saw the angels. She heard the angels' messages. She remembered Jesus' words, but this was insane to her. And so perhaps she just didn't believe it. And that's kind of what I think, because I, I, I truly think that that's what my response to all of it would have been. I would have been like, yeah, right. Like, I see you angels standing in front of me. This is kind of weird, but mm, I don't know if I believe that somebody rose from the dead. I don't know if I can believe that. <laughs> and so I think that's kind of where Mary Magdalene was with all of this. But she did go get the disciples. That's what we talked about last Thursday. She ran to the disciples. She saw Peter and John specifically and talked to them about it and told them. Here's what she said, actually. She said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have laid him. So Mary Magdalene truly did not believe the words of the angels. She didn't believe it. She thought that something terrible had happened to Jesus. She didn't want to believe that Jesus was risen from the dead. And so she told Peter and John this, whereas the other women went to tell the other disciples about everything. And perhaps they had a different story. Perhaps they did believe the message of the angels. And so it says that Peter and John went back to the tomb. It says they actually ran. And so I think Mary Magdalene was not in two places at one time. I think that she was running back to the tomb with the two disciples. And they were, they got there first. So now Mary Magdalene is back at Jesus's tomb, weeping like crazy. So she wasn't in two places at one time. These are just two events that happened. She was distraught. So she runs back to her Messiah's tomb. And so that's what it says. Mary was standing outside the tomb and weeping. And as she wept, she stooped and looked into the tomb and saw the two angels in white sitting there. <laughs> so that's why I think Mary Magdalene just couldn't believe it. Because she saw the angels. Perhaps she recognized them as angels. There were two of them there, but she just could not believe it. And so she's weeping, looking in the tomb, seeing the angels. The angels are talking to her. They're like, why are you crying? <laughs> she's like, they took my Lord away. So all of a sudden, Jesus is there and Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene first. And this is consistent throughout all the Gospels that Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene before anybody else. So Jesus is standing there in the garden because there was a garden near the tomb and Mary Magdalene is weeping. And so Jesus says to her, woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? Now, don't forget, woman was not considered to be a slur like in any way. Um, it's just the way it's best translated, I guess, into our language. But it was actually a very respectful term to address women. And so Jesus says to her, woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? If you ever noticed, whenever Jesus wants like a somebody to think about something, he always asks them a question. So he asks Mary, who are you looking for? So he's almost like, Mary, why aren't you having faith that I am risen after everything you've remembered, after seeing these angels? Why don't you have this faith? Why are you looking for Jesus? Who are you looking for? And so she, supposing him to be the gardener, 
said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him and I will take him away. So this this shows how much Mary Magdalene couldn't believe that Jesus was risen from the dead at this point in time. She believed Jesus, who was standing directly in front of her, (laughs) was the gardener of that garden she was standing in. A lot of people like to say that maybe Jesus had like a different look after he was risen from the dead, like a more holy look, because a lot of people didn't recognize him. But also, could it just be that you don't see people risen from the dead and it's just hard to believe that somebody could rise from the dead and that's why Mary Magdalene couldn't really recognize Jesus at this point in time and so she says to him sir if you have carried him away tell me where you have laid him I will take him away so because she thinks he's the gardener and he was around at the time where Jesus's body was apparently taken away she asks him these questions And of course, Jesus was not the gardener. So he says to her, Mary. And so she turns and says to him, Rabbani, which is to say, teacher. And so finally, when Jesus says her name, that was when she recognized him as Jesus. It took that long and that much time for uh, Mary to recognize Jesus. And so she calls him Rabbani, which is the Aramaic term for teacher. And clearly she's hugging him and clinging on to him because Jesus says to her, don't hold on to me for I haven't yet ascended to my father, but go to my brothers and tell them I am ascending to my father and your father to my God and your God. So a lot of people have questioned why Jesus told Mary Magdalene to stop touching him. And I've even heard this growing up in the the Baptist church. I heard Preachers say that the reason Jesus didn't want Mary Magdalene touching him was because somehow she would defile his perfection because he hadn't yet ascended to his father and he needed to be perfect to ascend to his father or something like that. I'm not exactly sure what the argument was, but to me that makes no sense because here's what it says. He says, don't hold on to me. So if for some reason Mary Magdalene's hugs would defile Jesus? Why would he allow her to hug him from the beginning? Wouldn't he just evade her touch? Wouldn't he evade her hugs and be like, sorry, can't allow you to hug me at all? Why would he allow her to hug him and then say, okay, stop now? Well, I think the reason is, is because Jesus wanted her to go do what she was supposed to do. Here's what it says. Don't hold on to me for I haven't yet ascended to my father, but go to my brothers and tell them I am ascending to my father and your father to my God and your God. So Mary Magdalene had a pressing thing that she had to go do. She had to go tell the disciples that Jesus was alive. And not only was he alive, he was going to ascend back into heaven where he initially came from, which shows that Jesus was never, ever going to die again. Like he was risen once and for all eternity, basically. And so this message was more pressing than Mary Magdalene hugging Jesus and clinging to Jesus. Don't hold on to me. You know, you you got your hugs in. Go and do what you're supposed to do. But notice his verbiage here. Go tell my brothers. Go to my brothers. That's really beautiful because 
Jesus had not yet called them brothers that I'm aware of in scripture, but now you and I are considered to be the brothers and sisters of Jesus when we come to faith in Jesus. And it actually says in scripture that he is our big brother, basically. He's the firstborn, which means he's our big brother. And then God the Father adopts each and every one of us who come to faith in Jesus. And Jesus like sticks up for us the way a big brother would stick up for us <laughs> in a way. And so we call Jesus our brother, our big brother, basically. And so I just find that really sweet. And so Jesus calls his disciples, his brothers for the first time. And he tells Mary Magdalene to go tell his brothers that he has risen from the dead. And so that's what Mary Magdalene does. She goes and tells the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had said these things to her. Now, I think in the book of Luke, Luke mentioned that Mary Magdalene did go tell the disciples these things that Jesus had appeared to her. But Luke was very broad. He didn't go into the little details the way John did. And so I think in the book of Luke, it actually mentions that the disciples were kind of like, nah, <laughs> I don't believe you. Like Jesus appeared to Yeah, right. He didn't appear to you. So we're going to talk about on Tuesday... Jesus finally appearing to his disciples. He already appeared to Mary Magdalene. He's about to go appear to two of his other uh, followers who weren't actually disciples, just followers on the road. And he's going to discuss things with them. So he appears to all these other people before he even appears to his disciples. And so we're going to talk about the first time Jesus appears to his disciples. And it's hilarious. <laughs> I truly think it's so funny the way Jesus appears to his disciples. He's quite the jokester. <laughs> All right, guys, well, I'm going to wrap today's episode up. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it on your social media platforms. Tell people that the Bible Explained podcast exists. I'm so thankful for all of you guys that have been tuning in. And you know what? Texas, you guys are killing it. You guys are absolutely killing it. Like 40% of my listeners are in the state of Texas. <laughs> I don't have the exact statistics on that, but I feel like it's like 40% of my listeners. And California, you guys are really killing it also. So thank you to those two states for tuning in. And if you are from Texas or California, let me know. Contact me and tell me what the weather is, where you guys are, and how you found the podcast, and just introduce yourself. But friends and faithful listeners, I will see you guys all tomorrow for an episode out of Joshua. Happy listening, and God bless. Thank you.